Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy is your home for the busy players' fantasy information. At Shock Fantasy, we provide quick-hitting charts, graphics, and dashboards to help you win in season-long, in best ball, in DFS, and in Dynasty Leagues. I'm Matt Harrison, longtime co-host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the history of the world, Fantasy Football Weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Welcome to another fine episode of the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It is Wednesday night. This is Matt Harrison. What we do on Wednesdays is we drink an angry orchard with a shot of fireball in it, and we preview the Thursday night football game. That's right. Angry Orchard with a shot of fireball, uh, commonly referred to as Angry Balls. It's a good little cinnamon apple treat on a fine fall evening. Well, it wasn't fall the other day. We had some snow in the Minnesota, Minneapolis metro area. In fact, there was claps of thunder outside, which means that was thunder snow. And today... Today only, well, maybe tomorrow only too, uh, but uh, October 21st and October 22nd. If you'd like to get involved and get a Shock Fantasy hat, the Thundersnow hat, it's the white one. It's breathtaking. All the kids enjoy it. Uh, everybody, when I wear it around town, people go, Ooh, Matt, you so suave. You so debonair. Look at that hat. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And uh, anyway, if you want to get your hands on a Thunder Snow Shock Fantasy hat made by the good folks at Soda Stick, uh, you can get $5 off your order by using the promo code SNEET, S-N-E-E-T, SNEET. So if you want to get a, uh, a Thunder Snow lid, this is uh, your best shot to do so at a discount. All right, let's hop into the Thursday night matchup. It's a battle for a tie for first in the NFC East as the 1-5 Giants travel to Philadelphia to take on the 1-4-1 Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football. Oh, gosh, I got it. Oh, man, I need a drink for this one. Oh, yeah, delicious. Absolutely breathtaking. All right, we're going to start on the Giants side because it's not super great. We're going to start with Devonta Freeman. Yes, He's a running back in the NFL again. Yes, he's still as bad as he was the last couple of years, uh, but he has had 19 touches 
in each of his last two games. And 19 touches is not something to shake a stick at, even when you're old enough to be Devontae Freeman and, you know, he walks with a cane, so he does shake sticks at things. Um, That's why he's getting a C grade in this game, because he shakes sticks at things. Granted, he's done almost nothing with the workload so far. He's averaging 3.4 yards per carry and has one score in those two games with the full workload. And the Eagles have been all right against runners. Daryl Henderson has the high watermark for rushing yards at 81 yards. And it's worth noting that no other back that has faced the Eagles this year has topped 55 yards on the ground. Now, five different backs have scored, though. So you're probably looking at something like 18 carries, 60 yards, and maybe a shot at a touchdown on the high end for Devonta Freeman in this game. I don't like it. I think he's... <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Yeah, um, so you can start him with a C grade, but don't if you don't need to. Uh, Daniel Jones, he gets a C grade as well in this one, probably a C minus. Now, he did throw for 301 yards and a score in the meeting with the Eagles that he had last year. However, only one quarterback has topped 270 yards against the Eagles in six games this year. But three quarterbacks have thrown for multiple scores. However, Daniel Sun has only thrown one touchdown pass in his last five games. And the Eagles' pass rush might be the most healthy part of their team. I would rather leave him on the bench. I was going to give him a bench grade in this one. But since I can do minuses and pluses on the Shock Fantasy podcast, I'm giving him a C-. minus. Freaking Fantasy Football Weekly with their no minuses and pluses makes me want to. What a delicious drink. All right, Evan Engram, he gets a B grade. The Eagles are a bit mismatched in the middle of the field against big pass catchers, such as tight ends. Or maybe even a guy who looks like, I don't know, Chase Claypool. Now, Logan Thomas, who's a tight end, he scored against the Eagles. Tyler Higbee, he scored three times against the Eagles. George Kittle went beast mode on it. 15 catches, 183 yards, and a score. And Claypool, he had the four scores in that in that game two weeks ago. And even Nick Boyle scored last week. And Claypool was doing a lot of his running from the slot and where a tight end might run from. If Engram can't score in this game, he's probably worth dropping outright. But it's a good grade for Evan Engram, and I'm giving him a B in this one. Now, let's move on to the wide receivers. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and Golden Tate. Slayton has the toughest matchup on paper, but probably also has the best shot at doing anything good. It will be Darius Slayton versus Darius Slay. Yes, you heard that right. And I've got tons of money on Darius Slay. (laughs) Get it? As he's held every wide receiver in his coverage out of the end zone this year. And McLaurin, 61 yards, is the most that he's allowed in his coverage this season. So I think Darius Slay wins the Slay versus Slayton, the Darius Bull. So I'm keeping Darius Slayton on the bench. I'm also keeping Sterling Shepard on the bench. It looks like he'll be returning this week from a turf toe injury. I'm still a little nervous starting him in his first week back. Uh, He will run out of the slot, though, and Tyler Boyd, uh, did have one of the biggest days of the year against the Giants secondary. Uh, he had 10 catches for a whole bunch of yards and, and a score. Golden Tate is still on the team. 
but all these guys should be on your bench. There's a lot of good wide receiver plays out there this week, and Slayton just simply won't be one of them. Neither will Shepard. Neither will Tate. Let's go over to the Eagles side. And, uh, you know, after you start Carson Wentz in this game, you're probably going to say, I am the smartest man alive! Yeah, you might. Uh, here's who the Giants have faced at quarterback this year. Ben Roethlisberger, he had three touchdown passes. Mitchell Trubisky had two touchdown passes. Nick Mullins threw for 340 yards. Jared Goff, I don't think is particularly good, and the Rams just ran on the Giants in that game. Then they played Dak, who got injured in that game, and Andy Dalton took over. They each combined for about 270 yards. And Kyle Allen threw for 280 and 2 last week. Now, when I go down the list of all those quarterbacks, outside of Big Ben, not many of those quarterbacks are good. In fact, most of them are backups right now or have been a backup at some point this season. Carson Wentz may be the best quarterback they've faced. He's top 10 in most quarterback scoring systems in fantasy. I know you don't believe it because the Eagles fans are clamoring for his demise. He's doing it a lot with his legs. He's got four rushing touchdowns on the year. He's he's willing this team of injured participants, not to victory, but to respectability, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, Carson Wentz is trying to keep everybody, uh, you know, going in the Eagles offense. It's time to now view who is out for the Eagles and who is actually going to play for the Eagles. Zach Ertz is out this week. Dallas Goddard is eligible to return from IR. It doesn't sound like he's going to, though, which means Richard Rodgers. Yeah, that's right. Dick Rod. And Hakeem Butler, yeah, that's right, a guy who was a wide receiver only a few weeks ago. Those are your tight ends. They're on your bench. Rodgers probably sees more snaps as he was on the field for 60% of them after Ertz went down last week. But the Giants are pretty good against the tight end. No tight end has topped 50 yards, and only one has scored on them this season. All right, to the wide receiver position. Alshon Jeffrey, Jalen Rager, they're still out. Deshaun Jackson might return for this one, but that's not the wide receiver we want to talk about. We want to talk about the one that everybody picked up in the last week, and that's Travis Fulgham. Yeah, he's on your bench in this game. I know everybody, everybody picked him up in every league all over the place. He got a ton of targets. He scored in each of his three games as an Eagle. He leads the team in everything over the last couple of weeks, but everyone has now seen it as well. And the Giants have one good player on their defense and it's James Bradbury. He's a shutdown corner and he's probably going to shadow Fulgham here all game because he sticks to the outside. And that's where James Bradbury goes. So it's probably James Bradbury against Fulgham. Bradbury shut down much better wide receivers than Fulgham uh, kept Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin and Amari Cooper. Very quiet respectfully, in their days earlier this year. I don't think Travis Fulgham hits pay dirt this week, and I think that people are disappointed in his numbers after everybody picks him up. And then they go, oh, he's playing the Giants. Let's start him. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna get some bad numbers up there. That's what he's going to do. Let me drink a little bit more of this. Ah, delicious. You know the wide receiver I do want to start, though? It's Greg Ward. He gets a C grade in this one. He won't get Bradbury for sure because Ward runs from the slot, and slot guys have done well against the Giants. 
C.D. Lamb had eight catches for 124. Cooper Cup had five catches for 69 yards. Nice. Nice. And a score. And Juju Smith-Schuster had 69 of his own yards. Nice. Nice. And two scores. So since I like Wentz, I got to like at least one of his wide receivers. And Ward is the guy. I'll probably be throwing him in some of my lineups on DraftKings for Thursday night. I might throw him as the captain in a few of my uh, DraftKings single-game lineups here. Uh, DJX, J-Jaw, everybody with a clever, fun wide receiver name. Yeah, they're on your bench in this one. Now, the running back position. Miles Sanders is out. So Boston Scott will play. And I'm giving Boston Scott the Boston B. Uh, Scott has more than doubled the touches of the remaining backs on roster, after you take out Sanders, of course. The Giants have been giving up around 140 combo yards per game to the running back position, and that includes big receiving totals. Just last week, they gave up 10 catches to the combo of J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson. Actually, add in Peyton Barber's one catch, 11 catches to the Washington running backs last week. I think Scott has a great chance of 100 total yards, five catches or so, and a score in this one. I like Boston Scott as a B grade. I'm going to throw him in a few of my lineups this week. I actually picked him up, and I'm starting him in a league where uh, I'm in a little bit of bye week and Raheem Mostert hell. So Boston Scott's kind of a nice plug and play this week. Uh, That's it. That's all the guys that you should play and the rest of the guys that you should bench in the Eagles versus Giants game. Again, if you want to get your hands on a Thunder Snow Shock Fantasy lid, use the promo code SNEET. And you'll get $5 off of that hat on shockfantasy.com in the shop. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. My name is Matt Harrison, at Explosive Output on Twitter, uh, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter as well. And I would love it if you rate and review our podcast just so uh, we can get out to a few more listeners. I've been seeing the numbers tick up. I'm really proud of everybody who's listening. Uh, It really makes me feel great. And I really thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy podcast. I will talk to you guys next week on Tuesday for the Waiver Wire show on the next Shock Fantasy podcast. And for the rest of you, I'll hear you on Fantasy Football Weekly. Uh, You'll hear it Friday evenings on the podcast form and Saturdays in the Twin Cities market on KFAN 100.3 FM radio. It'll be me. It'll be Paul Charchian. It'll be Brian Johnson this week. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited. It's time to go. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. Everybody have a good night. We'll talk to you later.